This is Harry's Strictly Podcast 2022. I'm here to bring you my thoughts, reactions and scores to this year's Strictly. So please welcome your host, it's me, Harry. What a fantastic week. I don't know about you, but this is definitely up there with one of my favourites, if not my favourite week out of the four so far. Every single couple stepped up their game, performance-wise, technique-wise, entertainment. I just absolutely loved this week's show. I thought it was amazing. To come off the back of a great movie week, some really good musical performances, to go into a week that's just now a normal week, not got any themes behind them. Well, not for the majority of the couples anyway, we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, to come back just to a normal week on the show, I thought every single couple did amazingly well. Welcome back to another episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I do hope you are enjoying the series of the podcast and of Strictly 2022 as well. This week was a week of firsts. We had the highest score of the series. That's included Anton's first 10. We had the first couple's choice and, like I said, every single couple improved. Let's get talking about the dances from week four. Kicking us off with a salsa was Ellie and Nikita. This was just a fantastic way to open the show. I just love watching Ellie dance. And I'll be totally honest, in the most positive way I can possibly mean this, this was the first time I just saw past her, you know, her disability. I saw past that and I just totally relaxed and enjoyed watching. I thought it was a fantastic routine. First of all, we have to talk about the choreography. What epic choreography. The salsa has to look fluid, it has to come out of nowhere, it's got to look quite spontaneous with lifts and turns, and this routine had all of it. Nikita is so clever with his choreography, and he showcases Ellie, which I think I've mentioned in previous uh, episodes of the podcast. He showcases Ellie incredibly well, so I really loved the routine and the choreography. I also was super impressed with the groove that Ellie had, and the confidence that she has on the floor. I absolutely loved that. She was completely down in the routine, getting into it, and enjoying herself. There was a couple of timing issues, a few sync issues, a little bit in front of the music at time, then a bit behind. So I want her to think a bit more about the music and dancing connection with Nikita. She missed a couple of hands in the underarm turns and all that salsa armography stuff. There was a couple of hands missed there, but I absolutely loved the lifts, the confidence and the trust in each other that they have to be able to execute those lifts. I thought it was fantastic. The around the world lift that she did, so much speed, so much precision. And like I've said in the past for other people that have done lifts, yes, it is the leader that is lifting. So, you know, Nikita's doing the lifting here, but Ellie has to make sure she's in the right place. 
She's got to make sure that she's on time. She's using her core to get there and to make the exits and entrances of the lifts look good. I thought she did it really well. Loved the routine, loved the storytelling and the context. It was a great, enjoyable routine. The scores are in. Seven. Dancing a rumba was Will and Nancy. Now, as we saw on Saturday night, Will was very ill. Uh, so I don't think that helped him during the week. You know, he said on Monday he fell ill and then he said on It Takes Two that he didn't manage to do any rehearsing and that was on Wednesday. So I was a little worried about how this could go. And of course, the rumba is a really tricky dance for the male celebrity, usually on Strictly. That's what we see. Now, I have to praise Will before we start with the amount of um, acting and, you know, the atmosphere that he created. I really loved the song here. I thought it was great. And the way he portrayed the movement was really nice. It wasn't uh, stiff, I don't think. It wasn't placed. I saw him using beautiful arms to create volume and to fill the space around him. He partnered Nancy really well, which he always does do, and I say that about him every week. He's really a good partner. I saw him do some side basics at the start, and he had some nice hips. Yes, he could have had a straighter leg. That would help get the hips a bit more defined but his hips are actually quite nice and I saw them moving it wasn't all vertical there wasn't tons of content it was quite basic um and maybe that was because it was adapted because of his illness this week there was a good set of pivots they stayed connected with each other I need him to think about his arms in those pivots they've still got to continue the movement to tell a story in the rumba but in other places like I said he created uh, volume with his arms there was a couple of balance issues at times I don't think he knew where his feet were supposed to be placed they've got to be turned out Shirley likes to say at five to one your feet have to be turned out and that just stabilizes yourself so when when you put a foot down make sure it's turned out make sure it's down where it needs to be and don't alter that foot if you're doing a you know a certain move get it down with precision and purpose so he does have to work on his feet a lot he has to think about how he's articulating the movement at his ankles his knees and his feet all of that will come but I have to overlook all of that in this routine and just go with the atmosphere because he created a fantastic atmosphere. The production was really nice. Loved all the visuals. I loved the emotion, the storytelling and the effort he put in to make quite a basic rumba with not loads of content look really good. It wasn't stiff, you know, possibly a bit straight at times. He could get into the movement a bit more, but I actually really liked this. The scores are in. Eight. Matt and Nadia danced a jive. And let me start off by saying this was the best dance that Matt has done so far. Technique-wise was a slight improvement, but 
the biggest improvement was his confidence, his enjoyment of the dance. You've got to dance and enjoy yourself. That is the point of dancing. It's supposed to be enjoyment. And especially on an entertainment show, like Strictly, Matt needs to be enjoying himself. And I'm finally starting to see that, which is really nice to see. He had great fun in this routine. And actually, it was quite a nice jive. He had content in there. I saw him do a nice set of flip ball changes, which had the bounce, had the precision. Now, other places, the routine looked a little bit awkward. And I do still think that's a postural thing. Um, I think it's a, still slightly a confidence thing and a, just a bit more conviction to what he's doing, a bit more push um, through the moves, you know, make it look really precise. Think ahead of the music because he did lose the middle section slightly when he was um, in double hand hold with Nadia. He, I don't know, he lost it a bit. In the jive, one of the basic steps is the chassis and not just in the jive, but in other dances as well. Those should be quite compact and, but they also should be really clean and clear. We should see the back replace one at two. We should be able to see that chassis being stepped and I felt like he rushed it a bit so it, it looked a bit oh jumpy i need to get to that that place that's coming up next um when he was doing a bit of figures with nadia sort of the change of place figures and things he missed a couple of the timings on the chassis i just want him to think about that that's all make them a bit more compact he had flexed feet in a lot if not all of the kicks and they were very flat-footed throughout. So I need him to think about pointing his toes and using the different parts of his feet to help him articulate the steps a bit better. I agree with also what the judges were saying about his lower and upper body. I think it was Craig that said, the feet are doing a lot, the upper body isn't doing much. Or maybe it was the other way around, I can't remember. But in the jive, you really have to have your weight forward, tuck your bottom in so it's not sticking out, bring that weight forward and dance quite low to the ground so that your upper body is quite controlled, your arms are moving in the right place with purpose and you know they're adding to the dance, they're not just out at the side, and then those legs are kicking. I felt like he could have picked his knees up a bit more, you know, in those simple jive kicks, just bring those knees up, make it quite light, um, and that would have improved. But I have to say, one of his best dances, if not his best dance, just needs to work on technique, control, and then it will start to improve even more. The scores are in. Five. Dancing an American Smooth was Jade and Karen. This, of course, had beautiful sentiment behind the routine. It was a very special performance. Beautiful story. They both looked absolutely lovely and beautiful production behind the dance. It was a real uh, nicely produced routine. It wasn't just a dance, there was a message behind it, there was emotion behind it, and that was beautiful. I have to talk about Jade's frame here. This frame was a massive improvement, and also it was the first time that I noticed her, maybe she did it in her tango as well, I'm not sure, but I noticed immediately that she was changing roles. She started off as the follower, then in the routine she changed to the leader, which was really clever. And I don't think it interrupted the routine 
that much. We'll talk about that in a minute, but we'll start off with the frame. There was a nice line from elbow to her shoulders to her other elbow. I noticed that. Really nice. I saw her closing her feet. She had clear uh, footwork. Not all the time, but nice closure of the feet. It wasn't messy. And I also saw her breathing through the routine. She didn't look stiff. You know, she didn't look like she was unsure. She looked relaxed in hold, and that was nice. Now, this dance, as an American smooth, can be very theatrical. It's, you know, like the ballroom with a bit more. And I don't think, maybe for me, I don't know whether you disagree, I'm not sure, but for me, it didn't move across the floor enough. It is, you know, a ballroom-based dance. It's got to move for me, and I didn't get that. And I think that maybe was the choreography or what, I don't know. I think it also could have been the in-hold stuff didn't have enough glide. She didn't, on her back steps, stretch as far as possible. On her forward step, she didn't use that standing leg to get into the floor, bend the knees and push off. You almost want to send your body and let your foot collect you. You don't want to stay uh, still and send your foot out when you step forward because you don't walk like that if you think about it you walk sending your body and your foot collects we kind of want that uh, motion and that action in the ballroom and when you're in hold so I feel like she could have pushed a bit more from a standing leg to get more glide that would also help make everything one I could see the routine like in hold here out of hold a little lift here etc we need to work on the transitions and I think Craig was trying to get at that when he was talking about the lift um, but like I said you know I saw the change of hold which was nice and it's an added element to this partnership the story was really nice the emotion was there and she danced for her sister which she did very nicely. I just need a bit more in hold. The technical stuff still needs to come. Out of hold, fantastic. In hold, just work a little bit more. But one of Jade's best dances. The scores are in. Six. Molly and Carlos danced a cha-cha-cha. This was sharp, this was strong, very sassy, a different take on the cha-cha. When she came down the stairs at the start of the show, I thought, oh, it looks like she's dancing a Charleston, which she wasn't, she was dancing a cha-cha. It was strong, it was confident, and it was charismatic. I really enjoyed, actually, the take on the cha-cha. Quite a... A modern take, but looked quite, um, you know, quite classical. I don't know, just not a cha-cha that I've ever seen before. She started off so strongly, so confident on that chair. And what impressed me most is when she did the kicks with her legs. She did some out, she did some up. They were so well-timed and produced. She pointed her feet, articulated them so, so well. I thought that was really a good start. She then got off the chair and went in to some cha-cha and like Shirley said it wasn't just basic cha-cha. We didn't see some New York, some Cuban breaks, you know a box step, some toe taps, none of that. It was real good cha-cha. She had really clean legs and she attempted to get them really straight. I feel like she could have had them a little bit straighter and I think if she just committed her way even more onto that strong standing leg that will help it get straighter but probably one of the best straight legs we've had so far of the series. I saw her attempt a time step, 
It looked a bit rushed, I'll be honest. She did it um, mirroring Carlos. It looked a bit rushed. She could just work on that leg action on those, work on the hips. That would help. I really like their intention with the starting and the stopping of the routine. I, I know what Carlos was trying to do there. I'll, I'll be honest, the stop was a little too stopped for me. I still would like to have seen her dance in those stops, even if she's not moving. So when she sort of opened out and came towards the camera, could she have engaged a bit more instead of the routine stopping and then going back in? I'm not sure, but I completely understood the intention that Carlos was trying to get here. He's a very clever choreographer and dancer. But like I said, a real quality cha-cha-cha, very different to anything I've seen before. And I think the best cha-cha of the series so far. Really, really confident and clever. I enjoyed it. The scores are in. Eight. James and Amy danced a quick step. I really liked the concept of this. I thought it was great. Loved the music, loved the production. I, I really enjoy watching James dance. I'm not sure what it is, but I think he's really entertaining. Almost uh, quite humble, you know, doesn't give us too much, but what he gives us is quite nice and we enjoy it. I liked it. Quick step, we need to cover the floor. We need it to be uh, energetic. We need it still, though, to be controlled. The feet have to do a lot of the talking. We need the couple to move across the floor as one. We don't want any rattling or jumping up and down in different times. We need to stay connected with each other and move. And I think James did a quite good job of this. This was the first dance that I saw him really take control and just relaxing. He didn't make any mistakes. There was no timing issues or anything like that. He took control. He got Amy and he got on with the dance. I was really impressed. I'll have to say, I think it was his best dance yet. His frame was really nice, firm, could be a bit wider, you know, a bit stronger, make it more impressive because we can only get better. So make it more impressive. I enjoyed where his head was. I thought that was nice. He presented himself nicely. And I loved how much he just enjoyed dancing this. And we get that from James quite a lot. Now, one of the things we mentioned about the quick step is staying connected. That helps with movement across the floor. It helps with any turns, spin turns, anything you do like that, any chassis pivots, all that type of stuff will really benefit from staying connected. And just at times, I could see there was a bit of gapping between them. Mostly when he was at the, uh, the top of the floor, I could see they were coming away from each other slightly. So I want him to fix that a bit. Sit up, put that chest out, send yourself back a little bit. Don't, don't lean forward, put the weight in your bo uh, balls of your toes, but stand back. Create a good strong frame and hold that will help with the gapping uh, but what I did see is him trying to add a bit of swing and sway I could see on the slow parts of the quick step he was trying to add a bit of swing I could see that sending his chest forward I noticed some really good stuff in this routine and it was definitely an improvement on any dance that he's done so far the scores are in Seven. Well, what a way to come back from the dance-off. Fleur and Vito danced the first 
Argentine tango of the series. And this was the best dance of the night so far. I was completely, completely overwhelmed and shocked at how good this was. Week one, we saw Fleur and Vito dance a cha-cha, which was just too strong. So I was a bit worried about the Argentine tango because it has to be strong, but it still has to be smooth and fluid and kind of free. So I thought, I hope Fleur doesn't come out and just overpower it and, you know, give it too much. But she absolutely did it incredibly well. The atmosphere that they created was just so good. It was like it was only them two on the floor Nobody else was, you know, involved in this. It was just them two dancing with each other and reacting to each other. As you probably know, the Argentine tango is a dance all about reaction between the two people. It had just enough power. It got there with conviction. Everything she did really um, portrayed well. You know, she told a story with everything that she did. It was styled out really nicely. Um, amazing content, by the way. So much stuff in there. She didn't really stop moving, which I liked. And when she did, she held herself with purpose and it still fitted in the routine. Great ganchos. I think she could have pointed her toes a little bit more in them. I, I noticed at one point they were just not as pointed as they could have been. But amazing lifts. So, um, what's the word? So unexpected. You know, they came out when we weren't really expecting them to. This routine was packed with everything. Uh, there was a slight balance issue after she came off the platform. And I think that was because Vito really drilled into her staying connected with your chest. And he was mentioning that in the VT. That I think she just thought, okay, connect the chest, wait forward. Oh, that's a bit too forward. And she just fell slightly but what a way to come back from the dance off this was the first time that i saw fleur dance the dancer that's inside her it was amazing the scores are in nine kim and graziano danced a samba when they announced that Kim was dancing a samba, I thought, oh, right, let's see how this is going to go. And I had in my mind that it was going to be quite good. I don't know why. I just felt like she was going to surprise us. And I think she did that. It was a really good routine. I just feel Kim needs to be a bit more confident in what she's doing with a bit more self-belief. I think she can really go for it, which she's doing, but I feel like she's got a little bit more to give. I thought the routine was great. I loved the energy. I loved the connection between them. You know, the flirtatious stuff that she had with, with uh, Graziano in there. It was slightly like a sexy take on the samba. Not sure why, but uh, I got that. I loved how she had so many different timings in there. Shirley mentioned that as well. Um, she did a little shimmy shake at the start. Her hips were going, her feet were going at different times. I loved that. She started off the routine like Richie last week with a stationary samba walk. I could see her really trying to do this well, getting into the floor, popping a hip out, using the beats to go up and down, connecting and tilting those hips. 
um, slipping her standing foot. I saw her trying to do that. I was really impressed with her samba rolls that she did. She did some natural rolls and some reverse rolls. And what I was super impressed with is how she really slowed down the slow bits and then accelerated them as she went around. Up and around were really accelerated. She stretched as far as she could do on those slow parts when she was leaning forward. I liked that. Also, Anton mentioned about the footwork. She was crossing and connecting and closing when she needed to. Um, I will agree with Craig about her arms. She needs a bit more purpose in those. I don't know what she was doing at the top of the routine, but her arms weren't placed as neatly or with as much purpose as possible. They were slightly bent um, when she was out at the side. So they can just go a bit sharper and add to the movement as well. Articulation all the way through the arms to the wrists will help uh, the look of the dance. I also think it could have been a little more grounded as well into the knees. Samba is a very earthy dance that has a real distinct um, motion and action to it. It's not just about up and down bounce, which I've said before. It's about articulation of the ankles, the knees, tilting of the hips, using uh, isolation on the upper half. All of that has to be added in. So I think that could have been worked on a bit, but I was really impressed. Great routine. She brought the energy that the Samba needs and I really enjoyed watching it. The scores are in. Eight. Go on, Tony. He and Katia danced an American smooth. Now, what a routine. This was the first routine of Tony's that actually had potential. A routine that I actually felt like it was quite good. Couple of footwork issues, frame not great, but, you know, timing or routine issues, I don't think there was any of them. Great lifts. What trust Katia has in Tony to execute those lifts. They were sensational. Very, very brave. I think he could work on the preparation of the lifts and, you know, the departure of those lifts. I felt some of them were a bit rushed and I think the last one that he did, I think Katia hit the floor a bit too early. I saw him kick the routine off with a fleckle. I can't dance one, but I just know what one should look like. Uh, and it's got really compact footwork, lots of turning. You've got to cross over your feet and it's got to continue. You've got to think about your feet, but continue the movement of the, of the fleckle. It's got to have drive in that circular motion. Now, I will be honest, his posture is still hunched. What I just need him to do is just lift up, tuck the bottom in, connect his spine together in a strong, you know, vertical line. Make his frame more pronounced. Widen it. Give it more volume. His right arm was not great throughout this, I'll be totally honest. So he needs to think about creating uh, more volume. And that, I think, is more of a mindset thing, to be honest. He's got to be in the right mindset to become a dancer. And I think if he gets himself there, then his frame will get there as well. The routine was slightly jumpy. I want him to glide, especially because it's American smooth. It's got to be very uh, smooth because it's in the title. What I also want him to do, and it links in with the frame, is not be so tense when he gets in hold. He relaxes when he's in there, but I see him think, dance, 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 then, okay, I'm going in hold. 
We don't want any of that. We want the in-hold stuff to look as smooth as the out-hold stuff, especially with an American Smooth when we have a good mixture of both of them. However, it was Tony's best dance yet, and I absolutely loved watching it. Go on, Tony. The scores are in. Six. Oh my gosh. Hamza and Joita danced a salsa. The music, the rhythm, the energy, the lifts, everything about this routine. I was absolutely in my element watching this. Seriously, one of the best salsas if not the best salsa I've ever seen on Strictly Come Dancing. Definitely since I've been doing my podcast this year and last year, I think, I hope it reflects in my scores, the best salsa I've seen. The casual approach to this dance, I mean, it's absolutely what we want for a salsa. I just loved how much he enjoyed this dance. It was absolutely his best Latin dance so far. I absolutely loved the way he approached this dance. Just like, okay, I'm going to lift her. What are you going to do about it? There we go. I've lifted her. I also loved how he showed Joita off as well. The lifts. I mean, the way he threw Joita around on time, you've got to be so confident to be able to do those. I also love the transitions in and out of those lifts, the, the transitions throughout the routine, the energy that it had was sustained from beginning to the end. I absolutely loved it, if you can't already tell. I will be honest, I was looking at his feet and I could see he was slightly off balance at only one little point I noticed only one little point, and it was again kind of the thing that I was saying about Will. He was placing his feet, but at one point he placed them inwards and then wobbled a bit and then they turned out. We need purpose, we need precision with those feet. But apart from that, it was absolutely sensational. Hamza's best dance. The scores are in. Nine. Helen and Gorka danced a Paso Doble. This was really good and I really enjoyed this one. It's a real theme this week that I'm enjoying every single dance. Uh, Helen really managed to create what we need for a Paso here. Strong, sustained throughout, had some real nice uh, light and shade to it. You know, it wasn't all powerful. There was a little bit of vulnerability in there, which I really liked. She got in hold with Gorka and straight away had perfect shaping. Fantastic oval shaping in her arms. Great partner work. She had quite a poetic approach to this dance. I think we could have had a little more sharper stuff and a bit more push in the routine and I think that's what the judges were saying. I think she can believe in herself more. I think she's got it and she can do more than what she's doing. Even though what she's doing is really good, I still think we've got more to see from Helen, which, you know, it's only week four. We'll get there. We will. So I want her to push a bit more. I also want to see a bit more curve of the spine. Really uh, important in the Paso that we get the banana shape as 
Sally Ash used to uh, call it. We want to see that. And I think she lost that a bit. It's actually translating in every dance and I'm seeing it a lot in Helen's dances, especially the ballroom ones. We mentioned it on week one, I think it was. She really needs to dance a bit wider. She's very straight when she dances. So I need her to extend that spine off the vertical slightly. And in the Paso, we want it to be a bit more curved. Send the hips forward and send your upper body just slightly back. I also agree with Craig on the flamenco section when she was on the platform at the end. I don't think that worked because like Craig said, and I was saying it along with him as he said it, her top half was just completely disengaged. There was no expression. That bit lost me. Maybe that's something of my fault. I'm not sure, but that ending bit lost me. I thought that could have been um, expressed and portrayed better. But a really good routine, had lots of content, great movement. I was really impressed with the articulation on her wrists, those Spanish lines that she had were really nice. I just want her to push more and believe in herself because she's definitely got it. And to get up there with those scores, those nines and tens, she just needs to keep pushing and doing what she's doing. She is a fantastic dancer. The scores are in. Eight. Ellie and Johannes danced a Viennese waltz. This was a lovely routine, uh, but I'm going to say it straight away. A bit of a strange concept. I'm not sure who came up with it. It's a bit of a strange concept for the Viennese waltz. I don't know whether it was because she's got the comedy uh, side of her. They went with a bit of a funny concept. However, we'll move past that. We'll talk about the dance. Really quite nice, to be honest. One of Ellie's best dances, if not her best dance. Really nice closure of the feet. I could see precision. I think Anton said it was very clean, which I liked. She stayed connected with Johannes throughout the dance, which again, I liked. I saw her really trying to dance this nicely. She missed a few heel leads and especially in a Viennese waltz because the one on the, you know, the one beats is really quite strong and the two and three are a bit faster. We really have to make that one quite strong. There was also a bit too much rise and fall. I think I've said this in the past. Maybe it's just the camera that's giving me this impression because the judges didn't pick up on it or maybe because I'm wrong. I don't know. I felt it looked a little bouncy. We need the Viennese waltz to fly flat. We don't really want rise and fall. We can have a little bit but not as much as the waltz, so I would have liked that just flattening out a bit. I also want her to show her neck, lower the shoulders as well, so we see a lovely neck. I know she's got the potential to have a fantastic frame and a, a fantastic uh, positioning in that frame, so I need her just to elongate all of that. But the Viennese waltz is a very rotational dance. It's got lots of rotational figures and coverage of the floor, which it had, and really nice movement with each other. I noticed them dancing together. So for Ellie, this was a really good dance of hers. Not really my favourite Viennese waltz I've ever seen, I'll be honest, but a really good effort, a good attempt, and I'm seeing improvement definitely with Ellie. I definitely think she's a ballroom girl. She just needs to keep going, and improvements will come even more. The scores are in. Seven. Closing the show with the first couple's choice of the series was Tyler and Diane. Now, what a natural dancer 
Tyler is at the street dance style. Totally suited routine, really natural, and it came very effortless to him. I think definitely that's why they chose to do this style for couples choice. I was expecting a lot because Tyler is a fantastic dancer, is a really good mover, and Diane always does really good couples choices. You know, she's very clever in what she does. The routine was jam-packed, it was powerful, and it had everything we need for a street dance routine. I, I, I do think my issue with this dance, though, is based on me and I don't want to judge based on me. I didn't love the music. I'm just putting it out there. It wasn't as impressive as I was expecting but I think that's because I didn't love the music. Now I know what Craig means about dancing a bit more under the floor, getting into it a bit more rather than sort of floating on the top. I felt like he could have been a bit more grounded but the actual routine that he did was epic. Just not my favourite or I wasn't I was expecting a bit more but still a great routine. The scores are in. Nine. So there we go my thoughts and scores for week four. What an incredible incredible week. I think this was the best week so far. You know, the series is now, I feel, really getting into the good dancing. Everybody improved, and that is what we like to see. I gave out three nines this week, which I didn't think I was going to be doing, but there we go. Now it's time to hear what you thought at home. As always, I asked on Instagram for your thoughts. This week, I asked for your favourite, and I also asked who you thought would be in trouble. So let's get to your comments. Northern Deb says, what an amazing show. Absolutely wonderful. I agree. I think it was one of the best this series. Gratz's Little Princess Katie says, Kim will always get my votes, but I think it is very hard and anybody could go. I definitely agree. I think it's very open this week. They were all really good. I had a tough time narrowing down who I think might go. Lily says, Hamza with lots of like emojis that that means Hamza was good. Veronica says, so proud of Jay tonight. Her leader and follower transitions were so smooth. Jill says, Matt was poor again this week. I have to agree in terms of the technique, but the performance and the confidence I thought was a massive improvement. And then Missy, Dancing With The Stars fan page, says, My faves this week were Tyler and Diane. I feel like the proudest human when they dance. Thanks for sending in your comments. Keep them coming every week and you may be featured on the podcast. Who did I vote for? This week was quite easy for me. Um, I didn't faff around a lot. I looked at my scores. I looked at who I enjoyed and I voted for them. So here we go. This is who I voted for. The first couple I voted for danced one of the best dances, in my opinion, of the night. They created the perfect atmosphere, had great power, styled the dance out, and uh, yeah, what a way to come back from the dance-off. So the first couple was Fleur and Vito. The second couple that got my vote for a incredible salsa was Hamza and Joe Wheater. 
And then the third couple to get my votes with the third nine I gave out of the knights. That was Tyler and Diane. A superb routine, absolutely. And I have to put aside that I didn't love the music um, in order to judge this, you know? Superb routine, very natural. So of course I had to vote for Tyler. That's who I voted for. Now let's talk about the dance-off. I'm a little confused this week. I can't pinpoint who I think's going to be there. I mean, in a minute, I will. I'll narrow it down. But uh, let's just, you know, sort of chat overall. Score-wise for me, I think Matt could be there because he got my lowest score of the night. I mean, Will was ill this week. Could that impact where he lands possibly or possibly not it could go the other way and people vote for him i have a weird feeling kim might be in the dance off why do i think that i'm actually not that sure you know she was sort of halfway through the running order 32 on the leaderboard this week that sort of mid leaderboard could she be forgotten about possibly james is also in the same place on the leaderboard with a score of 32. Could he be there? Um, I don't think Fleur will be there again. I think, you know, people will get behind her this week for her incredible Argentine tango. Possibly Ellie and Johannes. They could be there. But if I had to narrow it down, I think I would say Kim and Graziano and Ellie and Johannes. We'll find out after this music. Well, I was absolutely right. I had a strange feeling. I don't know what it was, but after Saturday night, I thought, I just feel like Kim is going to be in the dance-off. And she was first to be announced. I think what happened here is that she was in the middle of the leaderboard. She did a samba. Better dances came on after hers. And because she was just lying in the middle of the leaderboard, she kind of got forgotten about. I also predicted L.E.T. to be in the dance-off, but they got through. And the second couple to be in the dance-off was Matt and Nadia. I was a bit sad to see Matt there, to be honest. I mean, he did get my lowest score of the night, but... I just feel like he was coming out of his shell this week. He was really starting to try. And even though it wasn't technically amazing, his confidence was growing. But, you know, I guess it's a competition. Someone's got to go. And uh, it was, as we know, Matt who left the show this week. All of the judges saved Kim and Graziano. But who would I have saved? Tess, it's over to you. Based on that dance-off alone, I am about to ask the name of the couple that you think deserves to stay and why. The couple with the most votes will remain in the competition, meaning the other couple is out of Strictly Come Dancing. This is it. Who are you going to save and why? Well, this dance-off was very easy for me. Even though both couples stepped up and actually improved on their performance from Saturday, there was one couple that was just overall better. Uh, the technique was better, they improved, and I don't think the other couple would have been able to have improved to their level. Uh, so for an overall better performance, technique-wise and performance, I would have to save Kim and Graziano. 
There we have it. Week four is complete. Next week, the celebrities are dancing to celebrate 100 years of the BBC. So they're going to be doing a theme song or they're going to be dancing a tribute to someone from the BBC. I think it's going to be quite interesting. We've never had a themed week like this before. Hopefully the celebrities get good music and it all uh, works out. We'll just have to wait and see. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. If you did enjoy, please make sure to leave a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Harry Surplus. I'd love to know your thoughts. Thank you so much for listening. Keep dancing. Keep dancing.